how do I want to start this one? Oh boy. I don't know. I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, don't be, well, no, be afraid. Your move! It's time for a bonus episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Activated My Podcast, the weekly, well, not quite weekly. You get a recap <laughs> it hasn't podcast. been weekly for a while. It hasn't been weekly for a bit. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. Uh, we've been gone for a bit. Uh, we uh, apologize for that. I apologize for that. Uh, and uh, we have just gotten done recording a real episode for you, but because of how time zones work, it's pretty late at night for me. So that episode is going to go up next week after I've had some time to edit it. And uh, we wanted to give you something very special uh, to listen to whilst you wait uh, for a, a real episode from us. So, uh, Jimmy, if, yes. you'll, if you'll remember, back in the days of yore, I put out an impassioned plea for fan fiction from oh, our God. audience. And I have gotten multiple submissions. Uh-oh. Uh, one of which I would love to read to you today for our bonus episode for our listeners, if that's all right with you. It's not, but continue. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so this uh, entry, this is really, this is going to be the whole bonus episode for you listeners who are wondering, this is it. Uh, if you don't want weird fan fiction, uh, move on. This doesn't get too not safe for work, but uh, I have had a cough most of the day and I'm drinking uh, like bourbon blend right now. So my voice is nice and husky. Uh, so it's, it's going to get sexy up in here. Uh, give, oh, give me boy. one second to, to, to drink just a little bit more. This is great audio right here. <sighs> Man, I really forced that sip. Ooh, it burns. Uh, okay. So this submission uh, comes to us from friend of the show, Garrett. Uh, uh -oh. Garrett, they used uh, to no. live with us. I'm going to point out. So Jimmy knows exactly where this is going. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I'm prepared mentally for this. Uh, let me just tell you right now, you're not. <laughs> uh, Garrett's submission is titled, What Time Is It? It's time, Yami Yugi stated, just barely above a whisper. Even at the low volume, his resonant baritone managed to fill the entirety of the duel arena. I know what you're about to say, said Okaiba responded in his trademark seething growl, but I want to hear it anyway. A sly smile crossed Yamiyugi's face. It's time to duel. Seto felt a cold shiver crawl up his spine. Nothing caused him to feel more exuberance than when his supple, well-coiffered... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> then... I'm glad at least you're doing the voices and not me. Uh, nothing caused him to feel more exuberance than when his supple, well-coiffered rival uttered those words. He could, scarcely <laughs> he could scarcely hide the trembling, born of his rising anticipation. Garrett, you are a criminal. <laughs> a palpable tension stifled the air. Every breath drawn was deep and emphasized as the two stared at one another, each sizing the other up. Each prepared to indulge the other's strengths and to exploit their weaknesses. Well then, don't leave me waiting, Yugi. Oh no, pardon me. Well then... Don't leave me waiting, Yugi. That would simply be cruel, Kaiba responded, matching Yugi's mischievous grin. 
then let's drop the pretend the god <laughs> then let's drop the pretenses and do what we came here to do responded the spirit of the pharaoh his thirst for the most intimate of duels reaching a previously unattained level of unquenchable i thought you'd never <laughs> ask seto said let's begin in movement so in sync it seemed choreographed like players in the most sensual of plays, the two young men thrust their left arms forward, clad in the long, firm tools of their trade, the dual discs. With the lightest touches, the dual discs twitched. <laughs> Is that what they do? Do they twitch when, they use, when you use them? With the lightest of touches, the dual discs twitched to life and grew to their full, erect positions. <laughs> Oh, this is exactly what I wanted. Garrett, uh, I'm going to burn your house down. <laughs> with the right hands, they penetrated their devices with their thick, girthy <laughs> decks of cards, preparing them for the battle ahead. The dim lights surrounding the area brightened, shadows dispersing, leaving nowhere to hide. Allow me to begin, uttered Yami Yugi, gently sliding his fingers across the top card of his deck to add to his hand. A quick look and his smile returned. This battle is over before it even began, Kaiba, Yamayugi boasted with assurance. <laughs> I play. <laughs> uh, I don't know where this is going, but uh, I'm horribly, horribly afraid. I play D-Boys face up. That's D hyphen B-O-Y-Z, which I'm too scared to look up. Uh, D-Boys? <laughs> is that a real card? I don't know. You look it up for I me. Don't, I don't know if I want to Google this. No need to play so rough so early on, Yugi, Kaiba said. We don't want to finish this too quickly. So with that, I shall play pole position so we ease into this. Perhaps Yami Yugi had been a bit too excited and moved too quickly. Kaiba was right. Perhaps some foreplay was in order. He could feel a cold sweat slide down the back of his neck. Let's begin the real battle, shall we? Yugi taunted. I summon Boneheimer in attack position. <laughs> <laughs> he will suck dry any monster you might summon. Don't. Hold on, Tyler. I'm dropping oh, in the chat uh, Du Bois, okay. which is a real card. All right. What's... Oh, it's it's Du Bois. It's Du Bois. They're like rapper zombies or something. Garrett, did you do research? Did you research this? This is surprisingly... Uh... Like using actual cards. Okay, look up Boneheimer for me. <laughs> I really don't want to. Uh, and then pole position. All right. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep reading here. Uh, don't tempt me with such a tantalizing challenge, Yugi, Kaiba countered, when all I have to do is play Pot of the Forbidden to bring this duel up close and personal. Kaiba slowly and intently made his way across the duel to initiate Pot of the Forbidden's special uh, ability. To oh, peer. Boneheimer is just a seahorse. Boneheimer's a real card, though? Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's a seahorse oh. named Boneheimer. Oh, well, that's weird. All right. Well, hey. Anything for the pun. Kaiba slowly and intently made his way across the duel to initiate Pot of the Forbidden's special ability to peer voyeuristically into the closely held hand by one's opponent and violate it by choosing one to return to their deck. Wait, this card's a tribute summon, Kaiba. You can't simply summon anything you please without regards to the rules, you hedonistic madman. If you are truly averse to such actions, Yugi, Kaiba sneered, 
then stop me. Yami Yugi shuddered. <laughs> Yami Yugi shuddered at the commanding aura, attempting to subject his mind and his heart of the cards. Had he been caught in a moment of weakness, perhaps he would have permit such a casual disregard of the rules, but not today. Seto, please, have some dignity. We can allow such a sacred experience as two individuals coming together as one for a duel to be spoiled by such frivolous, cardinal desires? It's just not proper, Yugi steadfastly maintained. Kaiba glared before quickly turning heel and walking back to his corner. His pride was bruised that Yugi would deny his audacious advance to throw caution to the wind and allow the duel to devolve into a hot, primal mess of absurdity and anarchy. For a crucial moment, he'd forgotten that his fanfic wasn't running on the anime's anything-goes duel logic. <laughs> Damn it, people, I came from the yaoi, a sexually frustrated Taya Gardner complained whilst crouching behind a cracked door leading to the duel arena. This is nothing but an entirely platonic duel laced with heavily doses of double entendres. Throw me a bone, come on now. Ah, come on, Taya. Not every rivalry is to be tinged in sexual subtext. Platonic relationships do exist, after all. You want me to throw you my bone? I wasn't quite done with it. Cautioned a surprisingly enlightened-sounding Joey Wheeler as he knelt on all fours in a dog costume with a leash around his neck, held by his rival, Duke Devlin. Joey has a point, Duke Devlin acknowledged. Our hypersexualized fandom society seems to have put us in a position where any degree of human interaction between two characters sets up an obligation that they must be that, <laughs> that they must at some point copulate. Shut up, bitches. Mama needs to get her rocks off, Taya shot back sharply. <laughs> With that, she pulled her concealed secret weapon, a book of Taiyu card. With this, I can change the card position of the duelists from platonic to sexual. <laughs> You know, I feel as though this story may have just jumped the shark a little bit, Duke sighed, and we're only 878 words in. Arf, arf, Joey replied. <laughs> it continues. You'll come around, Yugi, Kaiba challenged. It's simply a matter of time. Yami Yugi knew that this was true, but wouldn't permit such feelings to be on display. Perhaps, Kaiba, perhaps, Yami Yugi conceded. But in the meantime, there is clearly a problem with this duel arena. The holographic projectors seem to be overheating. Hope you don't mind if I slip into something more comfortable. He, <laughs> he then, with a swift, singular motion, ripped his jacket from shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Ripped his jacket and shirt from his glistening, willowy, nippleless body. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, uh, dear. That's the first good move you've made all day, Seto said in his well-worn, sinister inflection. Fifteen minutes in the removal of seventeen strangely placed belts later, Kaiba was too <laughs> disrobed from the waist up, with angles sharp enough to chip diamond. Perhaps this duel needs to take a different form, one perhaps of a more shadowy nature, Kaiba continued. A shadow game, you say, Yamiyugi inferred slyly. I didn't know you liked your duels this spicy, he added with a glimmer in his eye. Only the spiciest, zestiest of duels can satiate my lusty cravings, Kaiba replied curtly. As the president of Kaiba Corp, I expect only the finest. Well, perhaps I can provide a duel fitting of royalty. Yami, I don't know why I went into like a Pegasus voice there, but I think it fits. Uh, Yami Yugi claimed with a half-knowing, half-smile. Or pardon me, Yami Yugi claimed with a knowing half-smile. He began to assuredly swagger towards his opponent. Kaiba mirrored his movements intently as they came close in the center of the ring. 
Suddenly, a great bright white light pierced the sky, stopping the growing tension as several limber, shirtless Yu-Gi-Oh protagonists from GX, 5Ds, Zexel, Vrains, and Arc of fall to the ground. Oh, yes, those guys. Those guys. What's happening? A confused Taya demanded. I didn't summon more beautiful anime protagonists to join my boy's love story. I'm not into that harem crap. An unassuming Joey raised one of his pod hands to reveal an allure queen card. It was me. I like the crossover fan service. That's not my fetish, Tia fumed. I feel as though we've really lost the script on this one, Duke interjected. Probably because the author thought they would be more... Oh, wait a second. Oh, here we go. Probably because the author thought they would be more able to get more mileage out of their cards, names, and duelist terms than can be inferred as penis jokes. Uh, or No, pardon me. Would be able to get more mileage out of the cards names and duelist terms can be inferred as penis jokes thing that's all one quote uh that that they started with and they actually could my valentine offered up entering the room but now they're just trying for the highest word count that they can get however they can <laughs> this has gone a little <laughs> off the rails uh well they could have just stuck to the smut anyone could write a sex scene uh you can just pass off bad writing as a stylistic choice re- representing the inherent primality of intercourse duke argued but then this would go from a parody of slash fiction to straight up slash fiction, which would defeat the point. My countered. After all, this entire exercise is just to force, uh, just to force the author's friends to read the dumbest stuff possible. Peter Piper, <laughs> Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. I mean, they've already made them read only the spiciest, zestiest of duels can satiate my lusty cravings. So at this point, we're just running down the clock. Well, I guess I can't argue with that. Plus, if it went hardcore, eventually they would just have to stop reading it and move on to the next. Duke surmised. Exactly. Keep it out of X-rated territory makes it more likely that they will suffer through the entirety of the story, allowing the author to get the most out of this whole sadistic affair, uh, my confirmed. So, should we stop the orgy going on in the duel arena, Devlin asked? Probably, Valentine agreed. It's enough that they have to acknowledge the greasy mass of pointy-haired young adults in a dog pile <laughs> off-screen. I activate negate attack to end that massive saucy event happening in the next room. With a tremor and a rumble... Suddenly, the doors of the room flung open as an army of mostly naked anime protagonists thundered forth from the duel arena into the room of secondary characters, awaiting further orders. No, Taya thundered, pulling a 9mm from her belt. My expectations <laughs> must be sated. The rest of the oh, characters yeah, raised their arms to the sky as the protags remained motionless, prepared for further orders. Fanfics exist as wish fulfillment, Taya continued, and my wishes will be fulfilled. My will is absolute. Your hubris shall be your undoing, my challenge, quickly snatching an additional card from her deck, for you've doomed us all. Raising her arm, she revealed the card that would seal their fate, polymerization. With this, I fuse all of the Yu-Gi-Oh! protags into a singular, beautiful, angular being of questionable anatomy. A great wind whipped up that quickly became a hurricane. Uh, Pardon me. A great wind whipped up that quickly became hurricane-like as the protags lost their forms into a giant bulbous mass slowly beginning to take form in Cronenbergian fashion. With what stood before them... It was like the them, end of Akira. What stood before them defied description, a well-endowed superhuman form that none could stand before. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends, with many a whimper and lots and lots of banging, Joey fatefully recited. Just as those eyes, 
Just as those whose eyes fell upon Eldritch Horrors, every character's minds were lost to madness as the world created was lost to a singularity, disappearing as quickly as it had taken shape, leaving two podcast hosts in a state of immense regret and an author wondering if the amount of time it took to type this story was worth the time it wasted. It wasn't. <laughs> and that's the end. That's it, huh? That's the end of What Time Is It? by Garrett, whose last name I will redact for his own goddamn safety. <laughs> I know where he lives. <laughs> yeah, you're closer to him than I am. Well, that was certainly something. That was certainly not a- was. expecting it to uh, take such a meta angle. Uh, yeah, that one got really meta really quick. I will say this for the fans of the show. God, I love you so much. Uh, the fans of our show, if Jimmy, if you think that you and I get meta in our like bullshit, the fans who have sent fan fiction got more so. Um, <laughs> oh, this is just one of this our, is just uh... one i'm not gonna read so there's one other that was sent via email that i didn't notice until today but i would love to have a separate bonus episode i'm not gonna read it today i would love to have a separate bonus episode specifically for this one um because okay so this one gets meta this one talks about us the next one is about us oh no <laughs> So I'm just going to leave you with that. But give me... Now I'm really afraid. <laughs> so so uh, we'll, we'll treat this like a, a fairly real episode. Give me... What was your favorite part of uh, What Time Is It by, by friend of the show, Garrett? Uh, my favorite part of this episode was the amount of research that the author put into finding actual cards. That was truly was inspiring. completely unexpected. Absolutely. But it works, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I I will say like the uh, he even makes a joke about it, like you know, uh, getting the the most double entendres as you possibly could through uh, terminology and card names. Like you get quite a bit out of it, actually. It's it's kind of impressive. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite part of this? My favorite part of this was when Taya summoned. Uh, no, no, pardon me, when Joey summoned the other Yu-Gi-Oh! protagonists. Who go unnamed, because who cares? Yeah, because who cares? Uh, I, well, that and I think the, the Joey-Taya relationship there. And, and the implied puppy play between Joey and Duke, I think, is a, is a good choice. Um, Duke, we have not met, I will say, uh, yet in our real episodes, but I'm very excited for, for his appearance. Oh boy. Uh, what was your least favorite? You can't I, say the whole thing. God damn it. I was going to say the fact that we have to like actually do this episode. <laughs> it's for the fans, uh, Jimmy. It's for the fans. I hope the fans enjoyed this. Um, I don't know. How, how much am I allowed to critique about something that was invented just for us to read on air and embarrass ourselves? Well, okay, so let's let's maybe narrow it down. What part made you cringe the most? Also, uh, what is this picture you sent me? Oh, that is the uh, the Allure Queen. Oh, yeah, that tracks. As you might expect. It's another one of those where just like, draw whatever you're picturing and you're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back on topic, what part made you cringe the most? 
Um, I'll I'll tell you mine if that helps. Okay. It's describing Yugi as nippleless. Yeah, that's kind of uh, disturbing. Because right there. because of fucking course he is right. Like if you were to draw Yugi in the show without a shirt, you would omit nipples. Would you? Have well, we seen him without a shirt? Four kids would. Four kids would. We haven't yet. Oh, that, that's true. That I'm aware of, but four kids would. But we picturing... did see uh, what's his name without a shirt, didn't we? The uh, guy who was in the ocean and they ate oh, all yeah, his fish. Oh yeah, Mako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Mako. think Mako yeah. had nipples. Oh that's... no. Google specifically does Mako have nipples? But it's my least favorite part because it forces oh, me to confront totally the doesn't. physical anatomy of of like what that looks like. He definitely does not have any nipples. So it's 100% in canon that I guess uh, anyone shirtless in the show would not have nippo- nipples. <laughs> nipples. Um, nipples. There and, you go. And like it's one thing to, because to, I mean like for people who have had like a, like a mastectomy or like a, like a breast removal surgery, like I, I guess you don't have nipples in like the traditional shape that like you or I might be thinking of, Jimmy, but like even then you can point to a spot on your body and be like, this is where a nipple existed. Would be right. 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 Or like you can still see, you know, maybe it's like a, you know, different color there. Right. Um, but to picture just a perfectly smooth, uh, Oh yeah. Just like this picture of Mako you just sent me. Um, there's just no, no change in the body there whatsoever. There's no indication that, they're like Barbie dolls. Yes. There's just nothing there. That's what it is. Thank you. That makes me uncomfortable. Just a smidge. I think because we're talking about um, shirtless Yugi, I think. Something about you, it being Yugi like specifically a, makes me really uncomfortable. A common anime thing because uh, I was curious and I just looked up uh, Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist and he doesn't have any nips either. Oh. I guess that's just a stylistic thing that they do but mario has nips mario does and that's why everyone was weirded out and talking about it yep uh okay so what was your what was your worst um just imagining a bunch of shirtless anime protagonists combined into some kind of eldritch horror and just like destroying the universe with how awful they are Mm. just Rolling around in a big ball of arms and legs and glistening pecs. Yeah, for whatever reason, that part was less weird than nippleless Yugi. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't explain it. Because it, well, it specified that he didn't have any nipples. Yeah, calling it out was weird. But yeah, the Eldritch but Horror Beast true. was... Yeah. How do we end this episode? I was just wondering that myself. Uh, I think we'll thank a uh, friend of the show, Garrett, again. Thank you. Uh, yes, thank you, Garrett. You were you you sent us the first bit of fan fiction and and really started the trend. Um, he sent us he sent this to us. By the way, this is how long we've been holding on to this. This episode will come out either uh, depending on when I get done editing. Uh, either November. Shit, what's today? today's 19th so either the 19th or the 20th depending on when i get it done um uh but he sent this to us on october 23rd so like nearly a month i've been sitting on this and just waiting for the right time 
to get this episode recorded and i'm really glad Some that it's now trap to spring on your buddy jimmy huh well <laughs> also because i feel like now that we're an ocean apart this is the only way that i feel comfortable reading this to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't imagine having to sit next to you on the couch and discuss this and make eye contact at any time <laughs> afterwards <laughs> it's bad enough seeing you in the video call but... yeah it's pretty bad well that's just because i'm bad to look at um but thank you garrett uh truly this means a lot to us um we like i said have another uh a fan fiction that was sent to us via email by a friend of the show thomas who's emailed us before i believe um it's phenomenal i i've i've read through it now i'm so excited um yeah so we'll we'll save that for another bonus episode uh that we'll probably record pretty soon here but uh for those of you who uh, want to keep in touch with us, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at yampod. That's Y-A-M-P-O-D. Uh, you can email us at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, which is tyler.games slash Y-A-M-P or welcome to flavor.town slash Y-A-M-P. Um, yeah. Is there anything else I forgot, Jimmy? Nope. All right. Do you want to do a card of the week? Uh no this has gone on long enough uh next week we have a real episode coming up we're gonna be doing uh dual identities part two we actually this is how weird time is jimmy and i actually recorded that previously today so we've already done it it's in the past for us it was a good episode um but if you uh are interested in getting back into the you activated my podcast sort of brand of real episodes we'll have a real one for you uh on monday the 26th uh of november uh and then hopefully weekly on from there so uh my stay brand tuned. what my brand <laughs> uh yeah i god i don't really know how to end this let me let me end this let just me, end it i can't you can't just end an episode jimmy you can't just you can't just end it uh okay i'm gonna end it with hmm hmm i'm i'm reading back over through the the fan fiction um I'm trying to find a good line here. Uh okay, I'm going to end the podcast with a line that I could not read with a straight face even into even to just now. So I'm going to try to read it in its entirety without laughing. Okay. Give it a shot. I believe in you. So, until next week, listeners. Then let's drop the pretenses and do what we came here to do, responded the spirit of the pharaoh, his thirst for the most intimate of duels reaching a previously unattained level of unquenchable. I never thought you'd ask, Seto said. Let's begin. In movements so in sync it seemed choreographed, like players in the most sensual of plays, the two young men thrust their left arms forward, clad in the long, firm tools of their trade, the dual discs. With the lightest of touches, the dual discs. I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it either, and I'm not the one reading it.